0: Welcome to Matt Hoffman and Ray Martin's Fit for Duty podcast, bringing quality entertainment and education to all members of public safety. What's that chick that Eminem always raps about? What's what's her his next wife? Yeah, it's Haley, and then there's, that's his daughter. That's his daughter. Yeah, but then there's the other chick who's, his ex-wife, I don't know. Yeah, is, what's her name? I
1: don't know. He's I'm always
0: rapping about it. her because he's always dogging on her.
1: Yeah, like. I'm sure he's probably had a few songs about shoving her in the trunk of a car. Or yeah. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm talking about. Yeah, What's her no, name? No, I don't know what it-
1: it'll come to me in a minute. Uh, let's kill this. <laughs> it'll come to me. Uh it, it doesn't have to come to you. We live in twenty eighteen now. We can
0: The information at your fingertips.
1: Type this in. And uh, yeah, Haley's his daughter. Ex wife. What is her name? Uh pulling it up right now. Uh
0: <clears throat> I can't remember. True. Who? Kim? Kim. That's it, yeah. Kim. Always talking trash about Kim. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A few photos of her in court.
0: <laughs> oh Eminem, Yeah.
1: Looks like a classy lady.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Am I getting cut off? Like no. when I start to- oh, good, yeah. I don't think so. I think you're okay. Good deal. <clears throat> I think you're okay. So, no, but as the years went on, it looks like she went downhill. Right, right. Yeah, he started at the bottom, now we here.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, anyway, uh, 2018. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to 2018. (laughs) Covering Uh, all the shit you want to know about. uh, Fit for Duty podcast. Uh, Glad to be back in 2018. I'm Matt Hoffman. Your host is with me. Always, Mr. Ray Martin. Ray, what's happening, man?
1: Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Glad we have a change of scenery for today.
0: That's right. Podcasting this evening from Ray's theater room. Actually, it's
1: not a change of scenery from the last one because the last one we didn't hear too, didn't we? That's
0: right. That's right. This is going to become our new home. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, down, Which I'm totally down with. for safe space. I'm cool with it. Just, with your picture of leather face on the wall. Yeah, man,
1: well, you know, high school art <laughs> projects deserve to be hung up on the wall.
0: I totally agree. I feel like it, it's something that needs to be in your mom's house. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah you haven't seen my pottery yet. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's in the foyer.
0: Yeah, man. Jesus was a potter.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, wasn't he? Take a look at my did, stuff. Did, did Jesus I, do pottery? I'm probably right up there with Jesus. Did Jesus do pottery? No, he did carpentry. Carpentry. I I'm thought not was, even the religious. Individual. I thought his dad was a carpenter god no <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got me there um no joseph no
1: no uh i don't know Was but joseph no, a carpenter? Jesus was a carpenter i learned that on um was it? meet the parents <laughs> yeah.
0: didn't you go to years of like private catholic school oh, yeah, you don't know yeah. what, what to
1: jesus father no, is no no catholic i went to private episcopalian and private oh they don't talk about jesus
0: anyway uh, sorry uh, if we just oh no no actually no no uh,
1: Actually, they talked about way too much Jesus. That's why I went away from that school and had to repeat the second grade. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my parents were more concerned that I knew more about Joseph and the Whale than multiplication by the age of uh, eight.
0: Yeah, I can see uh, that damn problem. Uh,
1: what, uh, what was it? Episcopalian uh, and
0: episcopalian that's kind of like lutheran and all that it's really pretty much all in tradition isn't it kind of like yeah. being catholic you know they're real devout into tradition and so on with
1: oh yeah it was episcopalian and presbyterian
0: okay yeah, well, yeah. i've been to presbyterian church before but they're they're not quite as bad as like lutheran and episcopalian as far as no, no, tradition
1: um, well none of it's bad like i i didn't say it was bad i had a, an okay experience with uh, private school <clears throat> the thing that i struggled with was after private school is when we moved up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents, for very good reason, decided I needed to be in public school, uh, actually be exposed to people different than me and sure. you know, learn social well, skills and me, all that but... stuff. Because if you can imagine the demographic in a metropolitan private school, is it's all the same right. demographic. Sure, sure. Uh, so when we moved up here, I went to public school. But the thing that I guess they weren't counting on was uh, where we moved to when we moved up here in Wilmington was like spot annexed by the school district for downtown. Oh yeah. So I was bust <laughs> you <got> in th- <laughs> I was bust in. <laughs> <and, laughs> yes. You got um,
0: thrown in there with the, with the hardcore yeah, so people. Yeah. So I went
1: like straight from And this isn't taking anything away from anyone that went to these schools downtown, but huh. I went from, you know, one environment to the polar opposite sure. of that environment. Sure. I, like I said, I went to private school from preschool all the way up to my third grade year, and right. two of those years were both second grade, um, so <laughs> uh, doing that and then going into what would be considered a inner city school was a massive- uh, Culture shock, like, man. Yeah, it was a culture shock. I'm sure. Like, getting my ass kicked on a regular basis just for, you know-
0: no reason. Yeah. Uh, it, it builds character. Yeah. It really I,
1: does. And the bad thing was is um I still had that same kind of uh smart ass personality. Sure. And smart that no. did not bode well <laughs> in the public school environment. Sure. So when people started making fun of me for being fat, having glasses and all this other stuff, I would try to use what little bit of wit that I had at the time. Fire <laughs> <Buy> it <right> back. <laughs> And yeah, that's when just be walking down the hallway and take a Glass bottle to the side of the head.
0: Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, uh, mine was probably never that extreme, but I can God. compare a little bit. I was homeschooled all the way up until I was uh, in sixth grade. I went to sixth, seventh, and eighth I didn't grade. I that about you. Yep, I was sixth, seventh, and eighth grade in a private school, um, and didn't go to any public school until high school. I went uh, ninth, you know, ninth, tenth, eleventh. And What's spawned the change? To, like what made them want to? Well, my three older sisters. We were all homeschooled. And they were all homeschooled until high school. And then, you know, I was behind my next sister, who was closest to me. She went uh, to the high school. They graduated from private high schools, right. the same high, uh, private school that I went to in middle school. But then uh, the sister that's closest in age to me decided that she didn't want to go to private school. So she wanted to graduate from Clinton High right. uh, Public School. And Mama pretty much just gave me the options. She was like, look, you can stay up here at the private school or you can go to uh, the public school system. So I just opted to go with my next closest sister and went to the public school system. Uh, but the uh, transition from private school to public school wasn't near as dramatic as homeschool to a diff- yeah. to the private school, oh, yeah, to yeah, a yeah. different setting. You know, was from t- a
1: graduating class of one to a graduating class of... Right, much more than
0: one. Sure, sure. Well, my oldest sister, she she um she went. She was homeschooled all the way up until her high school career. So she went middle school to the house, and then the sister below her went middle school. Uh, was all homeschooled, and she graduated in high school. And then me and my next sister, we all kind of went. Did in public sports school. Sports or anything
1: too. like that have a or the idea of scholarships have anything to. No, I don't. The decision of going to
0: a no, obviously not. I was school? No, not for me. Um, all my sisters played sports. Uh, my older sister was, you know, she cheered and played on a basketball team and stuff like that. And they all had some kind of um, some kind of relation with sports, but it was never right. really a big thing. Uh, for me, I played middle school sports. Just to give you a little background, all the private school that I went to, uh, we didn't have enough students or enough people going there to have eleven man football, which is what's played now. Is Everywhere is eleven man football. We played eight man football, so <laughs>
1: you had to hike the ball and catch it at the same it time. It was
0: uh, it was uh, it was it was interesting. Um, of course, since then that school I played was a wide receiver. <laughs> I played in guard and tackle man, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. When I went to high school, where I played so many little league sports, and I played catcher for my whole life playing baseball, in uh, for rec- recreational league and stuff right. like that. And it, it took a real bad toll on my feet. I had fasciitis, plantaritis, real bad. So by the time I actually went to the public school system, sports was not even not even part of my life as gotcha. far as that goes. Uh, I had bunches of friends that played sports, but uh, just my feet hurt too bad, and yeah. I, I didn't have any interest in playing sports. So I didn't play any sports in high school. Played all through middle school. Didn't play any in high school. But.
1: yeah, well. Don't feel bad. My only extracurricular activity in high school, I think, was driver's ed.
0: Oh, I had bunches of uh, extracurricular activity. I was, I well, was big into skateboarding. Um, well,
1: I'm saying, like, school-sanctioned Oh, yeah, nothing, nothing. No, nothing, no, no I read BMX in high school, and, uh, yeah, that aside from driver's ed, there was nothing that I really stayed after school
0: for. <laughs> right. I didn't stay after school unless I was forced to stay after school, yeah. which yeah. wasn't very often. I was a good student. Nah, didn't nah. make the greatest grades, but I stayed out of trouble for the most part.
1: Yeah, well, there's an art to staying under the radar. Sure, sure. Mastered that. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, um, so 2018, we hadn't casted in a while. Been a lot of crazy stuff going on. You know, we got back together and did the uh, Kevin Clark episodes, which is good. I haven't even aired the second episode yet, so slap yeah. my wrist for that. But um, I'm going to air the Kevin Clark the whole interview with kevin uh probably re-air that again the first and second episode together so listeners can just kind of go back and refresh if they miss what he said the first time so don't get confused when the second part comes out dude is way smarter than me dude is uh he's an encyclopedia for information it's unreal so I'll probably re-air those again here shortly, and you know they can catch up. The listeners can catch up with that. And uh, I know we have had plenty of time to to talk to each other, uh, Ray, yeah. and talk about what our goals and aspirations were as far as 2018 goes for the, for the Fit for Duty program and everything oh, yeah. else that we got going on. So yeah,
1: uh, between this and personally, I'm. We both have a lot of stuff that we want to. Oh my accomplish. gosh! Yes,
0: no doubt, no doubt. So, um, but we're not going to hinder away from doing this. this something no, no, we're no, both extremely is, passionate about. So we're going to keep yeah. this up Plus by all fun. means. Yes, it's fun. Um, but in 2018, let's see, we're going to expand kind of what we discuss and talk about. We're going to go more towards the entertainment side yes. and as well as the education. We're never going to stop educating because that's what we are yeah. passionate about when it comes to fitness and whatnot is education because education is key.
1: Exactly. Well, the thing about covering the educational aspect um all the information's out there um as far as a listener goes everything's out there there is a plethora of knowledge to pull from it's just who you want to pull from that's right and if the all the information is bland boring unentertaining you're really not going to listen to it so we kind of want to at least be i guess a little bit more ourselves. Sure. That well, way. we
0: wanted to, uh, yeah, we and we wanted to help the help our audience filter through exactly. the bullshit information. And
1: we want to give them someone that's relatable to pull their sure. information sure. from. Sure. Because sure. you listen to firefighter fitness podcast, everybody's a, a robot. It sounds like they're sure. just reading off of a cue card. Right. Whereas, I think if we delve a little bit more into the entertainment side of things, that lets people know that we're also human beings that are capable of having a conversation and. Uh it makes us a a bit more relatable.
0: Sure. 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 So that's uh that's kind of the outlook. Yeah, we'll still have topics. We need all the feedback that we can get from our listeners as far as topic ideas and what they want to hear. But I just And our topics
1: will become a lot more like broad. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Broad. Um they'll be more reflective of, you know, like I said, us being more relatable. Sure. So they'll be more entertaining instead of just Fitness. This is a calorie. <laughs> right, right, you know, right. Like, I, uh, that stuff's been hammered home to death. Sure. Um, <clears throat> I would rather, you know, present the information in a much more entertaining fashion.
0: Sure, sure. And we we talked about this before. It's, there's more, especially in our line of work, but there's way more to a healthy lifestyle and a healthy aspect on life than calories and weights there's yes. the whole mental aspect of it when it comes to stress and being able to communicate with people and yes you know uh, there's all kinds of life skills to be learned and uh, I, th- I think and we there's have, a lot of people
1: that need that kind of oh information. absolutely like, there's absolutely. a lot of people that you know uh, having a healthy social lifestyle is a big part of just living a healthy life. Sure, um, and I think like having just a, go to the gym, come home, and hang out by yourself and never talk to anybody else—that is not a very well-rounded lifestyle. Sure, absolutely, and that's I not agree exactly not. something that's going to be sustainable or enjoyable in the long term
0: sure and you deal with your social life with your phone or yeah. your computer or something like that it's you're losing this connection that yes. makes friends and makes you if connect you with other do people Do not
1: have the capacity to interact with another human being uh more importantly someone that you've never met before you you're missing out on a big part of you know what makes a healthy lifestyle sure 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 like even even if you are married, have a girlfriend, are in a relationship, whatever. If you lose the ability to interact with strangers, sure, I think that that's not the healthiest thing for you whatsoever.
0: I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Well, I mean, just look at our line of work, Ray. What we do is um, yes. uh, we, 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 re- we, we talk to strangers all basis. the time, all the time. We talk to strangers, people we've never met before, and odds are they're in a high-stress situation already. So, oh, th- yeah. I mean, learning to communicate in that aspect or in that capacity is, is, I mean, that's a skill in of itself, but we're talking about in a relaxed environment yeah. I- anywhere, just losing the ability to communicate with uh, people, whether they be uh, another dude or the opposite sex or yeah. female or females and men or, wh- or whatever it may be uh, losing that ability to communicate in that capacity is, is, is plays all kinds of roles when it comes to dealing with stress and everything else.
1: And being able to obtain that skill or, Exercise that skill has got nothing more than, uh, you know, a benefit to you. Like it, it's got nothing but an upside to it. Sure. Like, and like I've, we've already said, you know, this is being able to interact with people, being able to be social, uh, is just as much a part of this job as being able to. Carry on weight physically, mentally.
0: Especially if you're a if if you do not have the ability to let's just start with something simple. Being able to communicate with somebody of an opposing gender. You know, a male to a female or a female to a male. I think uh, the same
1: rules apply, vice versa. I like, think so
0: too. What do you think is one of the biggest issues with why some men have trouble communicating with women? Self conscious. Self conscious, I think that and I think. Self
1: conscious leads to fear. That leads th- to just shutting down.
0: I think it is number one, the fear. It's the fear to fail. Yeah. And but, we know in a, in a health aspect and then just bringing it back to weight room and whatnot, you can't be scared to fail on something, especially yeah. if you're not even willing to try. Well,
1: fear definitely has a place in keeping you in check. Sure. But if it gets you to the point where you can't operate, then you. Well, it becomes yeah, a weakness. You're in a shit position.
0: Yeah. It com- becomes a weakness. Correct. What are some? What what do you think? Some pointers where we can talk about as far as what it comes to communication. Uh, We can narrow it down as small as uh, talking to the opposite sex, or we can go as broad as just communication in general. What Um, do you think our world nowadays, when it comes to communication, where does it all go to? Well,
1: we can start with just. We can start broad, and then we can narrow it down if you want. Um, All right. Let's just start with you know, it doesn't have to be opposite sex. Just somebody that you've never met before. If you speaking to somebody that you have never met before puts you like in a very awkward uh, frame of mind, Sure. Um, a lot of times what that's coming from is your own fear of being judged. You are wondering how you sound to that person. You are wondering how they are receiving what you are saying. Right. And you are so far inside your own head that uh, you can't even carry on the conversation, much less uh, anything else. Right. Um, so I guess – I guess if we were to unpack this, uh, (laughs) the first thing that I would say to somebody that has any hesitation of approaching anyone that they don't already know, like that they're not on a familiar basis with, um, nobody is dissecting what you say or how you look or what you're doing as badly as you are. True. Um, If you simply trying to figure out a way to, put this uh just walking up to somebody if you walk up and you're worried about like you know how you're walking or how you're looking or anything like I can guarantee you, nobody is thinking about that as much as you are.
0: Well, you're already filling your mind with doubt and you're already setting yourself, you're, you're setting the precedence for how you're going to approach it to begin with because you're approaching it with doubt and with a negative attitude already. Are they going to respond in a positive way to the way I'm walking or the way I look? Does my hair look right? This, that, that, this.
1: And uh, let's, let's say this is on a call. Oh yeah. Let's say, let's take this to a, a work environment and then I'll expand past that. Sure. Um, Starting out, uh, work-wise, um, most of the time that you're interacting with someone, they came to you.
0: Sure, they for called something. us. Right, they called for you something. for something. Right, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't have to be a 911 call. They could have come to you for a a smoke detector or to throw their car seat in the fact of the matter is they came to you um if you can't sit there and bs with them and have a conversation with them about why what you're doing is relevant or you know anything and or if you can't even do those simple things while having a conversation with them about their day um that is a major red flag in my book sure because you need to be able you need to have some kind of social skill yeah absolutely Um, you I feel like I'm going to end up rambling here, but it's okay. the, the fact of the matter is being able to talk to somebody, being able to, uh, even if you are not confident in and of yourself, uh, being able to talk to somebody will exude that confidence. And once they start interacting with you, all you have to do is take that first step and just, you know, talking. Once they start interacting with you, it's going to snowball. Sure. They'll start talking. It'll They'll start giving you feedback. They'll start talking back to you. You'll feel a whole lot better a whole lot more comfortable. The only thing you need to do is take that first step. That's right. All you have to do is actually initiate. Mm-hmm. Initiating can be the hardest thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But if you take all of that insecurity and self-doubt out of your mind and the fact that they came to you, what you say – I mean they're not going to sit there and dissect every little part about you. Just talk. Sure. That's all you have to do is sure, talk to them sure, sure. like a human being.
0: Right. And I think um, – I believe one of the biggest downfalls to our social interaction nowadays is the fact that you don't have to go face to face with people to socialize with them. I mean, we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, we've got Twitter, we've got all these things where you can hide behind Tinder. this. Yeah, Tinder, whatever. <laughs> You've got this, all these programs where you can hide behind this facade of what you want to be, and you don't have to deal with those insecurities. Because well, yeah, you, can, choo- the, you meant- can choose the people that you talk to. You can choose this, you can choose that. So you can, you're coming into it before already. You can
1: choose who they see.
0: That's right. You can choose who they see. You can choose what they think about you before they ever speak to you. You can
1: throw a filter on something.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, so.
1: The I fact think- is, is that I think people that are our age and younger. That's what throws them off is whenever they get into these real world situations. It's is nothing they, like that. <laughs> yeah, they they don't have a sweet Instagram filter to put on their personality.
0: Right. It's, it's nothing like that yeah. in the real
1: world. And you don't have to have, you know, all you have to do is be able to interact. Sure. And to be able to interact, you have to make a lot of times the first move. Sure. You have to be able to walk up, start a conversation. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. No. All, like, most people just want to be talked to like a human being. Sure. That's all you have to do.
0: Right, right. Um, I feel like I'm rambling. No, nah, you ain't rambling, bro. <clears throat> so we talked about it with a, in a work situation. What about in an everyday life situation? Just the ability to communicate with people. I know uh, that my, myself and you, we, I kind of pride our ability to communicate with people just yeah. for the simple fact that, I mean, I don't have a problem talking to anybody. no. And I no. think it's partially with the fact that I don't, whether it's, We can disagree about something, and I'm fine with that, Uh, or we can totally agree on something and click and hit off and be best friends forever, and I'm fine with that as well. But either way, I'm I'm not expecting uh, you to follow my beliefs or you to be... Fully in tune to what I believe, and
1: and that's very helpful. Whenever you walk into a conversation or you walk into a social situation where you don't have expectations, yeah,
0: I don't have any expectations of, of you doing anything other than conversating. And yeah. we have the ability to, as humans, to agree to disagree, and that not affect anything My other best than that. conversations.
1: Have come with people that I disagree with. Sure, sure. But there's there's make nothing make wrong the with healthy best debate. Yeah, I love healthy debate. And if you can, uh, I'm gonna venture off. Um, <laughs> if you're talking to the opposite sex, yeah. Sometimes having an opposing opinion makes you that much more intriguing Yeah, because they will be that much more apt to engage you in conversation because everybody wants to have their opinions heard. Sure. Everyone likes to be heard. Sure. If you are in the middle of a conversation and you have an opposing view on something, if you voice that, you have now just added intrigue into the mix. Sure. Because, like I said, people want to be heard, for one. They want their opinions validated. Sure. If – you don't provide that. That now makes them engage you even more.
0: Right, and if you think just like them, odds are the conversation is going to get kind of. It's going to be boring. Yeah, it's going to get. It's going to get boring and yeah, you know. Kind I can't of, stand that. Yeah. Um. um so having a, don't be scared to have opposing beliefs with somebody yeah. else or opinions other than what they are. You just don't have to be a ass about it. No, mean, no, 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 no,
1: no. And diving off again, uh, even at work. Like, we work election night.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs>
1: I We've all got different political beliefs. Sure. And that is, like, the time that, you know, everything comes out. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: you know, and I'll sit there and back my own beliefs and everybody else will. And that makes for, like, good conversation. Sure. If everyone thought the exact same, it'd be... Absolutely. I've, I've
0: always said if everybody thought the same and did everything the same, the world would stop spinning. Right. And what interest would there be? There would be nothing to talk about. There would oh. be nothing to oh. enjoy. Uh, that you can't be you, you can't be scared to understand or listen to somebody else's perspective when it comes to a, any kind of point of view. Doesn't mean they're wrong. Doesn't mean you're wrong. It's just. It is what it is. We're humans. Yeah. We have the ability. We should have all the ability in the world to, disagree. Uh, yeah, disagree and have conversation about it with yes. any kind of without any kind of hard feelings or any and kind of be expectations. Able to debate. Yes,
1: to backtrack, as far as in a social setting, approaching somebody, we see it a lot of times, especially in this profession, where the people that we work with are only comfortable engaging in conversation with. Other people from this profession. Sure. Um, they that's that's their comfort zone. They sure. don't want to leave the comfort zone. Sure. Uh, if nothing else fails, they can talk about a fire truck. They can talk about a call. They can talk about whatever.
0: For some um, people. That's all they, they, they get can taken talk about.
1: Out of that, whenever they have to engage in conversation with someone that doesn't know the vernacular, hasn't seen the same things, that's where the conversation seems to slide. It it goes downhill. Like once you've taken the fireman card out of the equation. There's, what do you have left? Yeah, what do you have left? And that is the ultimate test of personality, in my opinion. Once you take your occupation out of it, can you still talk about other things in life? Sure. Do you have life experiences to talk about? Do you have uh, you know, viewpoints on things? Do you have other interests outside of your own occupation that you can talk about? That will make for the most successful social life. Sure. Because – While this is an awesome job, part of living a healthy lifestyle in this occupation is having a healthy life away from it. And if you've got that, you've got everything you need to sustain a healthy social life. Sure. Um, You're at, say, a party with a significant other. Not everyone's going to want to hear about war stories.
0: Odds are probably 90% of them don't want to hear about it. They don't care. Not only are they not going to understand, and anybody, and I'm not knocking this occupation by any means. No, this is every occupation. But this is... Really prevalent with military people, nice. very, very much. So, if anybody's ever tried to carry on a conversation with anybody who is currently serving in the military or is past serving in the military, uh, if you've never been in the military, you, you, it's it's very easy to lose them because you don't understand the lingo, you don't understand what they're talking about. No. You don't. You don't. And I think it's
1: that's what's happening with a lot of people that we work with now too. Yeah, well, is, it's, if it's if you we're a paramilitary a organization,
0: people, and that's yeah, that's the way it's yeah. yeah.
1: If you get us into a group of all of us, and where do you think the conversation is going to go?
0: Fire trucks and fire calls,
1: exactly. <laughs> and what I do that for work, I mean, like, wouldn't it be a whole lot more fun to talk about something different? Yeah, and, talk
0: about uh, and uh, if you're in mixed anything. company, sure,
1: if you're in mixed company and you're with people from work, the biggest thing that's going to put them off from you is just huddling around a big group of dudes and talking about work. And that doesn't matter if you're in the fire service, you work for an IT organization, you're in the military. It doesn't matter if you're a friggin' astronaut. If you (laughs) sit there and just talk about the stuff that you do at work every day, that makes you the most uninteresting person on the planet.
0: Sure. It makes you just one-dimensional.
1: Exactly. So, um, So, like I said, having a healthy Having a large group of interests or a large interest base, like say you you hunt outside of this place. Say that you, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. Say you weld underwater. Who gives a damn? (laughs) The fact of the matter is if you've got something away from this place, that gives you something to talk about. And more than likely, it gives you stories to add to the conversation. Right. Away from your occupation. Right. And that is where I feel like a lot, of people in this profession struggle because they lose the capacity to talk about anything but what they do at work.
0: Well, basically, it essentially boils down to storytelling and your ability to, yes. to, to storytell. Storytelling is the same as conversation. So, Exactly. Uh, I mean, being a good storyteller or being somebody who is easily, uh, easy to conversate with is, I mean, yeah. that's, it's everything.
1: Yeah, and that, going back to the the topic of what we're talking about, is going to help you succeed in any uh, social interaction. So if I were to give any helpful hints to anyone in this profession or any other one, actually, uh, of how to converse with, you know, strangers, opposite sex, anybody, um, have something other than your work to talk about. Sure. Because while we think it's great to, you know, go running into burning buildings and shove Narcan, and don't get me wrong, some of the best stories that I've heard involve those things. (laughs) But, you know, not... Everyone wants to hear only stories about that. Yeah. And if they sit there and talk about something and you've only got your work to relate to it, it doesn't – it makes you a very one-dimensional person and it's like talking to – A robot. Yeah. It's like – I could get the same thing from Siri.
0: Sure, sure. So, Couldn't agree I, more. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. The uh, ability to communicate with anybody is is key to uh, longevity when it comes to this career, and that's in the job, out of the job, yeah. uh, in your marriage, in your relationship, anything. Communication is key. It's the best way to filter our yeah. emotions. Is just talk to people.
1: Exactly. Um, and uh, the the cool thing about this job, I feel like I've you know kind of. I haven't meant to if it sounds like I've been bashing it. But the cool thing about this job is the people that you get from different walks of life and the people that have had like awesome life experiences before they even got into this, hearing those stories, like, this is something everyone can relate to. Everyone knows somebody from this job that has done like some really cool shit before they got here. <laughs> those are the most fun people to talk to. Yeah. So, my advice to anybody, if you are trying to improve your ability to, uh, talk to anyone, whether it be opposite sex people outside of the the profession, um, or just random people that come up to you and need help from you. Um, have something else to talk about other than this. Red lights and fire calls. Yes. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Because sure. at the end of the day, yeah, it's it's real cool, but um, it only goes so far.
0: Sure, sure. Can't agree more. Have uh, i been rambling. No, no man, you're good. Them. You're good. Totally good. <laughs> totally good. Anything else with this episode, or you want to wrap it up there, or what um, you got?
1: To wrap it up, yeah. Like I said, nobody is breaking down or uh, you know criticizing you as much as you are when you go and talk to a stranger. Get outside of your own head. Don't limit your conversation to what you did at work. Actually, engage them and talk to them as a person. Ask them how their day was. Ask them like. Right now, uh, all the roads are frozen over. You can even talk about that, and it'll be more successful. The weather, the than most
0: generic topic ever. It, it's
1: the most generic topic ever, but
0: it's something to talk about.
1: A someone that doesn't have someone that's uncomfortable talking to somebody else. It's a good icebreaker. See, see what I did there with the ice. That's a, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, you get it. Yeah, Is it killing you? It doesn't matter if it's the weather, the holidays, something. Talk about something that makes you relatable as a human being. That will open up a conversation. Sure. So, like I said, just don't be so one-dimensional that you really can't communicate to anyone that doesn't know the fire service. Sure,
0: sure, sure. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned uh, for more to come from
1: Ray's Dating Service. Oh, I've got plenty of (laughs) – that could be a whole episode in and of itself. Like I can – Educate some fools. <laughs>
0: all right, brother. Uh, all right, man. Anything else?
1: Nah, man. Peace. Thank you for listening to the
0: Fit for Duty podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, please email the host, fitfordutymedia at gmail.com. Also, this episode has been brought to you by Caps, quality products and service, meeting all of your custom apparel needs.